This is the River Radius, a cultural nexus of rivers, people, and boats. I am your host, Sam Carter. Welcome. To me, it's daunting. I can uh, find all kinds of excuses not to learn about this stuff because there's a part of me that's kind of old-fashioned. I didn't grow up with technology. I had to learn it. There were other things that kept me occupied than trying to learn about this. But now I'm really glad, because it'll be really fun to listen. This episode comes to you from a backyard next to the Dolores River. Before we jump into the episode content, I'm going to quickly tell you about our first giveaway on Instagram that is starting on February 2nd of 2022. We have two hand-built wooden Sawyer canoe paddles from Big Muddy Adventures, a silverback Paco pad from Jack's Plastic Welding, and a fleece cuddle buddy for that Paco pad from Fun Love and Fleecewear. Go to the River Radius Instagram account for the giveaway launch video to get the details. You can find each of these giveaway groups on Instagram, and our giveaway launch video will have direct links to each account. And in the episode notes here today are the links for the giveaway. We will announce the winner in our next episode later in February. Over the past few years of hosting this podcast, I have learned that more people than I expect to hear from say they don't know how to listen to a podcast. My first reaction has been, but why don't you know how? And then I recognize that it really is a newer technology, involves downloading apps and subscribing and lots of little buttons. So this episode is all about how to listen to a podcast episode. If you are listening as you normally do, you likely know how to listen. And I imagine that there are people in your life who do not know how to listen to a podcast and that they would like to know how to listen. Podcasting comes from radio shows, and people have depended on radio for decades. And not all of those radio listeners made the transition to podcast listening. And this applies to people of all ages. So my request to you is that you find someone who doesn't know how to listen to podcasts. You go sit with them and let them listen from your phone or tablet, and you help them learn on their tablet or phone or computer. For this episode, I sat down with my friend Peggy last week on a sunny winter afternoon in her backyard. We used her iPad to learn about podcast listening, and I recorded the conversation. So, thank you for helping your friends learn how to listen to this podcast and all the other great podcasts. Please meet Peggy. My name's Peggy Boyer. I grew up in Cincinnati in the suburbs. When you ask about rivers, I grew up, my family boated the Ohio River. And so my love of rivers started probably when I was about 12. And we would spend two, two weeks every summer on the Ohio River just uh, going from Cincinnati all the way to Louisville. And through the old dams, before they had those great big huge dams. Were you camping, when you did that, were you camping out of your boat or on the, on the we, beach? We were, we were sleeping on the boat, but my sister and I used to sleep in the back on our sleeping bag, so there was a lot of stargazing. It was very quiet and peaceful, although a lot of barge traffic we would see. We would see like the paddle wheels. I can remember the Delta Queen going by and hearing the calliope. Hearing the what? The calliope, which is a, a musical instrument that's played sort of like a piano. C-A-L-L-I-O-P-E, I think is how it's spelled. But you could hear the, you know, you can hear so well on the river. 
and we would like anchor in to shore and we always had a big fire, big bonfire and uh, sing songs around the campfire. Yeah, the fondest memories of my life growing up, I believe, was on the Ohio River. And, and throughout the rest of your life, did your relationship with rivers, did it, did it grow or did, it, did you kind of move away from the rivers? Later on, after I had children, my oldest son, who was at a, in his early 20s, trained to be a whitewater guide on the Arkansas River. And so once he started doing that, I decided I wanted to learn how to paddle raft. And I got quite competitive. And <laughs> Like competitive in races or just competitive with your friends? Just competitive in terms of wanting to know how to paddle strong, how to read the water, how to know that you didn't put your paddle in when there was a boulder that you had to look at the river, you had to watch it and trust that my son was guiding. And a lot of times he put me on the front, you know, as lead paddler because I was strong and he was guiding commercial trips. And so he was like, I think I'll put mom in the front this time, you know. <laughs> so he had lots of adventures. Mm -hmm. uh, he did that for at least 12 years. And so every summer uh, I was a school nurse at the time, so I had summers off. And so as soon as I was out, I would go over to the Arkansas and schlep boats and jump on wherever I could. So I pretty much went from Leadville all the way down to Canyon City quite a few different times. And then for a while, he guided on the Gully in West Virginia, the Upper Gully. And so I went out there and uh, did the upper gully with him. We actually R3'd it, which was quite a thrill. <laughs> I swam Pillow Rock. It was the worst swim of my life. I actually went into the drowning reflex, which uh, was, was a little scary. And I wanted to hike out. And he said, no, Mom, you got to get back on the horse. Mm -hmm. So I love being on the river. There's just something really special. The wildlife the birds that you see that you don't see any place else. So there's a, there's a real love of rivers. Well, thanks for doing this. Can you tell me what you, like, what do you know about podcasts? What do you, what, when you hear the word podcast, what do you think a podcast is? Well, I, I realize that they, there are podcasts uh, and that on my iPad, I see them, and I have experimented, but to tell you the truth, I've never really listened to a podcast. So I'm, for a, a woman that I consider myself relatively intelligent, I am techno-unsavvy. How's that? It's it's great. <laughs> you know, the, the term I was I was introduced to a handful of years ago when I was when I was teaching school, and and we were really starting to bring technology into the schools in a really new way, like every kid having a laptop and using Google Drives and all these different things. It was a real big step. I was reading a book and it was discussing the idea of the digital native and the digital immigrant, and 
I found that I actually was, by just a couple of years, a digital native. That I grew up in the era of computers, but just barely. I mean, these were like Atari. Not Atari, like joystick play games, but Atari computers that we would plug into our TV and I would learn how to type. And uh, and then, you know, all that kind of st- stepped up and stepped up. And we had the classic Macintosh computer, the square thing in our house. And we had the little mouse, you know, one of the first computers with the mouse on it. And so I just have grown up with that skill set. And so I would say you're a digital immigrant. You've migrated into the world of digital technology. I was born on the, on the edge of it. And then all of these kids today, they are deeply born and digital natives. The other part of asking you about podcasts is that when we did talk, you said you do like to listen to radio shows. I'd love to. I love Terry Gross's Fresh Air, but I was always used to turning on my radio and listening to it. But we can no longer get the Durango public radio station in the town of Dolores. If you're up above town, you can hear it, but not in town. So I am a big fan of KSJD. I have listened to public radio probably from pretty much the beginnings of public radio. It started, I believe, in 1970. And so there are shows that we have here locally that are great, but there are shows that I miss hearing. What, what, are, what are those? So we got Fresh Air. Fresh Air. I always like the shows on Saturday, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Uh, of course, the Car Talk Boys, but they're not on anymore. I love their show, and I would listen to it and just laugh out loud. <laughs> and, of course, also learn things. Mm-hmm. You know, so those shows... Those are the shows, yes, that okay. I enjoyed. We can get you all hooked up with all of those. And we'll also get you hooked up with the River Radius podcast to make sure you can listen to oh, this Oh, please <laughs> do. We are pleased to have a fantastic river company advertising with us today. Big Muddy Adventures is out of the river city of St. Louis. Big Muddy Adventures is a complete guide and outfitting shop for all of your river gear. And they have a fleet of beautiful clipper canoes for sale. This winter, I paddled the Mississippi with Big Muddy Adventures and their clipper canoes. I could tell you about how Big Muddy is the only place in the United States that you can buy these Canadian-built canoes. I can tell you how light and strong they are, how they will handle gear and strong currents. But instead of me, here is the guide crew from Big Muddy Adventures to tell you about clipper canoes. So, Tony, you were saying a little bit ago that it's stable. Yeah, so this is my first uh, time in, in this clipper tripper. And uh, it is incredibly stable. I'm in the front of the boat, and I'm not normally in the front of the boat. And we've come across some really nice big rollers uh, that some uh, barges have kicked up at us. And it takes them really well. I'm, I was expecting to be a little more nervous hitting the chop here in the port of St. Louis. But I find myself wanting to keep hanging out here because I feel 100% safe. Natalie, you've been taking pictures of this thing, and you paddled it earlier. I did. Yeah, what do you think of it as you watch it across the river? This thing takes the Mississippi on so well. It just moves smoothly across the water, and it just looks like a beautiful boat. Big Muddy Adventures is on the web at 2muddy.com. That is the numeral 2, 2muddy.com. In the episode notes for today's episode, you can find links to Big Muddy Adventures' website and Instagram accounts, They have excellent pictures of their boats on the Big Mississippi and Missouri Rivers. 
When you support Big Muddy Adventures as an advertiser, you are supporting the work of the River Radius. Thank you. Podcasts can be listened to in a few ways. Specifically for the River Radius podcast, here is how you can listen. First option, you can go to our website and listen. That is www.theriverradius.com. On the listen page is the entire catalog of all the River Radius episodes, and each episode has a player right there. That means there is a play and pause button right on the listen page. That is an easy option if you want to listen from your computer. The next option is to use a podcast app. That is most easily done using your smartphone or tablet, and while it may seem complicated to use a phone to listen, it really becomes easy once you learn how to do it. And then you can use headphones and move around doing chores or whatever and listen. You can also connect a phone to a Bluetooth speaker. And one of my favorites is to connect my phone to my car stereo and listen on long drives. We will talk more later about Bluetooth. You have your iPad in your hand, and I have my iPhone, so we have the same app. Do you understand what an app is? Yes, I think. Okay. An app, as I understand it, is it's like a platform, a little program that allows you to do very specific activities. And usually that app is going through the Internet and connecting, connecting into the, the whole World Wide Web. So in this case... Let me show you a couple tricks if I can really quick. Sure. So this button right here, do you know that if you press it twice, it shows you all the apps you have open? Oh, no, I didn't know that. And then you can close them. You swipe up and you can close them, which is good sometimes if things are moving slow. Like if your Wi-Fi is going slow, like close down the apps because you have so many open. Yeah, so you can just swipe up and close them all. Oh, my. Obviously, I didn't know this was happening. Okay, we're getting there. Sometimes if they don't, get in the middle. Start in the middle. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there you go. Okay, now you're done. Now you closed them all. For this episode, we are using the app called Podcast. And Podcast is only available on Apple products, on the iPhone, iPad, and their computers. If you have an Apple product, most often the Apple Podcast app is already loaded for you on your device. It is purple with two white circles and a sort of stick figure standing in it. It says podcast in white below it. That is what I use most often, and it works well. But there are many other podcast-playing apps available for you to download on your Apple product or on your other devices. The River Radius is published on this entire list of podcast apps. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Audible, Pandora, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Deezer, iHeart, Player FM, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Ghana, Geosavin. That entire list of podcast players are listed in the episode notes, and episode notes will be explained later in this episode. Here I'm going to briefly explain how to download an app to your phone or tablet. On an Apple product, open your app store. That is a blue icon with a large A that looks like it is made from popsicle sticks. You can pull down your home screen and find a search bar. Search for app store. App is spelled A-P-P. On an Android phone, your app store is likely called Google Play. Open the app store by pressing on it. In the lower portion is a search bar. If you don't see it, slowly look around for search or a magnifying glass icon. Press on it. You can enter the preferred podcast app in the search bar. Search it. Then make sure you select the exact one. There are several that look similar. When you have it, press Get. You might have to do some password or double click of your side button. After you do that, you can download it. Soon it will be on your last page of all of your apps. 
So go back to your home page and swipe to the right until you come to the last app page and look for that new app. You'll have to get it all signed in. Let's open the Apple Podcast app. Do you know what that looks like? It's a purple app. I see, I see podcasts. Yeah, that's probably it. That's that purple app that says podcast. Okay. We are using the Apple Podcast app, and here we will talk about how to find a podcast. When you open your podcast player, at the bottom is some sort of search option. In Apple Podcasts, it looks like a magnifying glass and says search. Sometimes in other podcast apps, it is called discover. The search icon might be a pair of binoculars also. Sometimes it is a simple search bar at the top or bottom of the app. And because many of these players offer podcasts and music and sometimes books, first see if you can find the podcast category and then search. When you are ready to search, type in your choice of podcast. In this case, I'll use the River Radius podcast. Type it in and hit enter or return and it should come up. The logo is turquoise and black and is of a wave. Select it by pressing it. You can follow it by selecting maybe a follow icon or a plus symbol or a heart or maybe subscribe. In the top right corner, you see that plus? Uh-huh. Hit that. And then it'll, it takes a second. Now it's checked and it means you're now following it. Oh, good. Now, now you don't have to search it every time. It's there with you. You're following it. In all of the new episodes, whenever I re- release a new episode, it will show up in your library as your latest episode to listen to. Let's do a couple other podcasts for you. Okay. Okay, so open up that podcast app. So down here, hit, so there's library. If you hit library real quick, that's like all your different podcasts. Hit it again, see what happens. Okay, that's your only one. Yes, because I've never yeah. done this. Hit Browse. That Browse. And that's going to have all these like suggestions. Look here, see the search, the magnifying? Yep. The search now in the top. Type in um, fresh air. Yeah, fresh air. Fresh air, Terry Gross. There it is. Okay. And then plus. That's right. Give it a second. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. And now it's the exact same thing. See all right here. Press play. Here she is. in Philadelphia. I'm Terry Gross. Now. But if I were to do here, then. And it's her again. Right. But you have all those controls. Right. Forward, back. Episode notes. Yep. And then it has all these episodes, too. You bet. Remembering Joan Didion. Oh, my. What an author. Okay. So so now I have two. You have two. That bottom toolbar. You can see it there still. Search, hit it again. Yep. You can type it in at the top. It's where it says fresh air at the top. See that's filled, right? Mm-hmm. That X over there on the right, tap it and it clears that search engine. Oh, thank you bar. for that. Okay. Democracy Now. There's two of them. One's a video. Oh, in Spanish and then in English. But I just want to hear it. Okay. Plus. <laughs> okay, there's, okay, cancel. What else did you say to me? Uh, car talk and wait, wait, don't tell me. Oh, wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah. Did I get it? There you go. You're good. Okay. That's good. So now you have some podcasts in your library. 
Let's now talk about how to listen. Find an episode you like and select it. To find an episode, there might be one sitting in front of you in your app, or you might have to select a podcast you like and then look for something like episodes or see all or go to show. Those options will help you get to episodes. Once you have an episode, choose it. That might be done by pressing on the title or on the play icon. The play icon might look like a triangle laying on its side pointing to your right. There is usually a podcast player control panel. It will have the play pause button and a fast forward and rewind button. You've got your podcast player is what I would call it. It's like a stereo or a tape deck. You've got your, your player in front of you. But it says, see all 36 episodes. So tap that right there. And then it opens up and there's the entire catalog. So you can scroll through there and you can choose any episode you want to listen to just by simply pressing play. Why don't you press play and see what that sounds like. This is the River Radius, a cultural nexus of rivers, people, and boats. And that you can listen to any of them just like that. The other thing that happens is that when you start listening to one of them here, it also shows up here in the bottom right corner or at the bottom of your podcast player. So you can touch that and it'll pop up a little bigger. So now you have more control. You can still press play or pause, but you see these circles that have yes. backwards 15, forward 30. That's rewind and fast forward. Okay. So if, you, if someone said something that you thought was exceptional and you want to hear it again, you can, uh, you can go backwards and listen to it again. And, and this is just forward. The which one? This one. That's play. Uh huh. That's fast. So go ahead and press play. Inevitably would go on every day on and the river between boat and Just yeah, go backwards. I'm your host, Sam Carter. Welcome. A lot led by lifelong boatmen committed. Hit it a couple times. And it gets you real this far forward. Comes to you again from so, the Colorado River at Cataract Canyon in Utah. So, so where am I? That's your, that slider right there is your volume. Okay. So that's, you're on max volume right now. Okay. So you can, can do that. Yeah, you can adjust your volume. This is an interesting one right here. One by, one time. So go ahead and press play. You're at regular speed right now. If you hit, hit that button once. Now it's one and a half times. Do it two times. I can't process Yeah, I can't. Fast. I can't either. <laughs> and then you, I think you can go slower. Yeah. I like just the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Normal <laughs> speed's good. What's the sleep timer? So sleep timer would be like that it'll turn it off. At a certain, like if you want to take a nap or go to bed listening, oh, you can have it turn it off in 10, 20, whatever time you choose. Or when the current episode ends, like so it won't play to the next episode. It'll just turn it off. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty handy. And, and what is this one? That is, that is going to connect you with oh. different devices, different speakers. And we'll get to that. I want to show you how to do speakers in a oh, little bit. Oh, dear. What did I do? How do um, I get out of it? Just tap out of it on the outside of it. Yeah, that works. Okay. okay. So episode notes. Episode notes are cool. I take time to write a more detailed introduction to the episode. And then 
like the organization that is being sponsored. Oh. There's a hyperlink to them. All the guests, if they have something special, I might hyperlink to them. And then all these other links to the different topics, other articles that are or TV shows that are written about it, other episodes that I've produced that are similar or give other background. So the episode notes supports your learning of whatever the topic is. So you you might hear people during an episode say, "Hey, we'll go ahead and post the link to that in the episode notes or the show notes." I think a lot of people call them show notes. So, question: Since Lake Powell is going away, are you able to see the upper part of? That's what that whole episode is about. Oh. I went down with the, with all these scientists who are looking at at how they what they're seeing and how they're looking and. What what uh, changes are happening? It's pretty fascinating. There's two, and so so let me show you this really quick. So that episode goes into that, but then if you see here the River Radius podcast episodes, this episode, the Returning Rapids, the Silty Byproduct, this stuff about Southern California water, all those episodes are relate. On the, yeah, they all relate to it. So you have five hours of listening right there on that topic. Wow. Big Muddy Adventures out of St. Louis runs commercial canoe trips on the Mississippi and Missouri rivers. They use clipper canoes and are the only distributor of these Canadian canoes in the United States. When I worked as a river guide, we were hard on the boats and we also knew which boats were the toughest builds and the smoothest on the water. I asked Big Muddy Adventures how they treat their clipper canoes and how these canoes hold up. Would you just talk about uh, the clipper from the standpoint of like, you guys have used this boat commercially. That means you beat them up. How do they stand up to that that treatment? The clipper canoes that we use, 190 trips a year. These boats are on the water. You know, we do these full moon floats. We're loading 11 people plus a Dutch oven, cast iron, full kitchen. Everything goes in these boats. (laughs) They go down the cut bank into the water and eight to 10 miles of paddling. And that's three, four, five times a week sometimes. And as you saw earlier today, our put-ins, they're not beautiful boat ramps or docks. They're massive cut banks with rocks and oftentimes concrete, things that canoes hate. And they've always just been great. The clipper canoes, they've, they've stood up to everything that we've been able to throw at them. We are very happy with the reliability. It looks sturdy, it is sturdy, but it's not so heavy that you can't bring it down a massive cut bank to get into a river, an access point that you may not be able to do with another boat. Big Muddy Adventures is on the web at 2muddy.com. That is the numeral 2, 2muddy.com. In your podcast player, you can scroll down and find the episode notes, and in there are direct links and the name of their website and Instagram accounts for Big Muddy Adventures. The River Radius is glad to support Big Muddy Adventures and to simultaneously have their support. We have direct on-river experience with Big Muddy Adventures and their Clipper Canoes. We believe in their crew and their products. It can be easy to get a little lost in the podcast app and wonder where something is. So next, we talk about that. How to get unlost and how to get back to the main page of a podcast. Well, there's some cool things to know that you can do. The three dots... We're going to look for three dots often. They're really helpful. See the three dots right there? Yes. Tap on those. And that brings up this little window. You can remove the download. You've, so you've downloaded this show. And what mm-hmm. that means is if you wanted to listen and turn off your Wi-Fi, it's actually downloaded into your podcast player. It's in your iPad. You can do the same with your phone. You can download it into your phone. So if you're driving, 
through the mountains and you don't have cell service, you can still listen to it because it's been saved inside your iPad or inside your phone. And the value of that is that when you leave your house and you're not on Wi-Fi and you are listening to podcast episodes while you walk around, while you drive around, whatever you're doing away from your Wi-Fi, you're burning your cellular data and it'll go away fast. And then you'll be out of data for the month. So downloading is really helpful, especially for like road trips. So that's a handy little tool. There's other options. You can go to the show, which I'll explain in a second, but you can play the next episode, the last episode. You can save this episode forever. You can mark it that you've listened to it already. This is a cool one. Share it. Say you like the episode and you want to send it to somebody. You can send it to them by a message, like a text message, or an email, or a Facebook link. Like you could, you could, if you have a Facebook page, this would actually help you post it on your personal page so all your Facebook friends could see it. Oh. But go ahead and tap email. Let's say you want to send it to your son. Now, it's, it, the link is already in there, and all you have to do is type their name, and then you could like say a little message, hey, this is a cool episode, I thought you might like it, and send it to them, and then it will just show up in their email, and they'll, they'll, they can listen to it right away. Sharing episodes is actually really fun. I do that with a lot of friends and family, where we say, hey, check out this episode, or this podcast, this is really cool. Wow. I should share it with, to him now. Should I? <laughs> sure, go for it. So I can do this, right? I can write a note. Yep. Okay. There it is. So that's how you can share, and you can also text it to them if you want, but email's very handy. Okay. So three dots. Three dots. The other thing, so the other thing that three dots does is it sometimes you get stuck. Let's actually go, let's, let's, I'm going to tap on this. Um, so you're like in this part and you're like, oh, I want to do something. You see the three dots. Now you can, again, and it's always, it might always look a little different. Like the, the, comp- the composition of yeah. your options. Yes, the order of them. Yeah, but they're there. Uh-huh. So you can still share. You can remove it. You can go to the show, all these things. Going to the show. So let's go to the, jo- the show. That takes you to like the home page or the front of all the things about that ep- that podcast. So it shows you again all the episodes because sometimes you get lost and you can't find the whole menu of all these episodes. So that takes you to the show. Um, it gives you this little decon that like, you can see more. It gives you the detail of like what this is about, this episode, or and you can always use the back button. That's a good one. The three dots and the back button are really and so useful. so. Where you hit more, and mm-hmm. that's what you hit. Yeah. Okay. And then, again, see all. That'll show you all of the episodes that exist, even if you played them. Like, maybe, because a lot of times, if you play an episode, it'll go away from your kind of regular menu. Okay. So if you were trying to tell someone, oh, I listened to this great episode, I want to share it with you, or you want to listen to it again, and you can't find it, just go to show and, and see all. And, and, and the way I'll kind of categorize that is that there's no straightforward answer to how these podcast players work. You just kind of got to work around them. The three dots and the go to show are huge. Okay. And the back arrow, because sometimes you get stuck somewhere. You're like, where? I just was somewhere cooler. And then you see that up there? There's another three dots up there. Right. So check those out. Let's see if those are any different. They're pretty much the same. 
you could unfollow it if you don't like a podcast after a while. You you know you don't listen to whatever it is that you have, and then you're like, I'm just going to unfollow that. You can do that. I feel like I've offered a lot of things. Do you have any questions? What are what is settings? Well, let's go look. So. You're following it because the green switch is on. Uh-huh. You're also going to get notifications about this podcast. So that means that every time there's a new episode, it'll show up on your home screen of your iPad and say, River Radius has a new episode. Okay, so newest to oldest. You can also make it oldest to newest. You can... You can hide the played episodes, which you actually have turned off, which I kind of think is good to have off. You think? I, I do. It, it's your own preference, but... I don't ever see any reason for that to, to not to okay. not see those. Okay. So then you want that to go away, just tap somewhere else. Okay, went away. So resume, that just means that it'll start playing the episode again. Uh-huh. It might take a second, and if it doesn't do it, then press it again. Much lower edge of Lake Powell. Yeah. This was the zone where the Colorado River would come flowing with red and green. So let me remind you this really quick. Down here at the bottom, yep, that'll pop up the entire player, and you can control it there. Yeah. And then again, down here you have the episode notes. If you want to read more, hyperlink more, you can just tap on anything that's purple and hyperlink. So I could read this article. I could read The New Yorker and The Lost Canyon under Lake Powell. I could read... I could... Read that book. It would send you to a link where you could buy or or get the book as an audio. Okay, so are podcasts free? Yes, they are free. It's a great question. They're totally free to the listener. They're not free to build. <laughs> I know. Well, how do you make money? It's a good question. I, I I ask people to advertise on my podcasts, and so you know, it's there. There are a lot of advertisings in podcasts. I try to keep them. Very relevant to my shows, uh, very relevant to my topic. The, so then those those people pay to have a spot in there, and and it's great. I mean that that way it means that I can have a paycheck and do this full time and really dig in. Any other? Do you have any other questions as you look at the podcast player? I think this is wonderful. I mean, just listening to this last, the beginning of this last podcast, this. Autopsy of a post-reservoir river. It just sounds lovely. It's a pretty fascinating episode. It was actually a really like the. I think there were six research doctors on that trip. Just really intelligent, very experienced people with hydrology and geology and rivers and and the movement of sediment. It was fascinating. It was really good. So you were on this river trip. I this was. was a river trip. Yeah, it was a week-long river trip down Cataract Canyon to look at what's happening as Lake Powell disappears, and uh, and it was it was hosted by Returning Rapids, this very cool nonprofit out of Moab that's watching the rapids come back because they're river runners. But then they've gotten all these scientists involved. You can listen to podcasts using the small speaker on your phone or tablet or computer. And you can plug in your headphones and use headphones. And a really nice option is to use a small speaker so you can have more volume and so you don't have to wear headphones. This is done by using your Bluetooth connection. This is a wireless connection where a signal is sent from your device to a Bluetooth speaker. 
And if you have a home stereo or a Bose home stereo system, you can use a cord that is a headphone jack on one end and a red and white RCA connection on the other to connect into your home stereo or your Bose system. You can get those cords online. It's a 3.5 millimeter jack headphone connection to RCA type of thing. It's about six feet long. They come in various lengths. Now let's connect you to Bluetooth, to a speaker. Okay. Because I told you we'd do that as well. Yes. Okay, so that that for that you actually leave. So close that, press the bottom, the home button once. And now find your settings button. And there is a Bluetooth right here. And it's on. Touch it and you'll go inside of it. And it's looking for devices. So it's got the little spinny thing. It's looking. Yeah. It's, it's searching around for signals and probably won't find one. But it does say now discoverable as Peggy's iPad. That means that your, your iPad, a, a Bluetooth device can find you. It's like a two-way communication. Uh, They're both trying to find each other. Okay. Yeah. But I don't have a Bluetooth. But right, let's practice with this thing right here. Okay. So this is a little Bluetooth speaker. And usually somewhere on them is information that you're going to need. Like the pairing passcode or maybe another number. You never really know what you're going to need. But you're going to kind of look for things like on this one, I think that's an HMDX. So I'm going to turn it on. Okay. And when it goes on, it'll probably kick up. And if, if when you turn it on and it doesn't quite get discovered, you give it like, you know, maybe 20 seconds. If it doesn't discover, then I always turn the Bluetooth off and turn it back on. And give it, you know, five seconds and then turn it back on and it'll now look again. Oh, you know what's going on? My phone is connected to it. I need to turn my Bluetooth off. So they sometimes they can only be connected to... To, to one device. Yeah, so it is connected oh, to my phone. Miscellaneous. That just popped HDMX up. jam. There so, it is. So now tap on that. Okay. Pin it wants. Okay. So try. See that number right there? Try that number. Okay. Done. You always, like, Bluetooth, you have to be extra patient. Pairing unsuccessful. Okay. okay. So we're going to try. There's another number we can try. Okay. Oh, still trying to use the same. Okay, let's turn them both off. So then, yeah, we'll turn off this. Turn off your Bluetooth. All right, let's turn them both on at the same time. Go for it. One, two, three. Okay. When the HDMX jam, yeah, go ahead and tap it. Okay. Try and, the other number. Okay, the other number is all zeros, four zeros. And do I go pair? Yeah. Connected. Okay. Now, hit the home button on the bottom to, to just to go back to your kind of home screen. Open okay. the open the podcast player. And okay. in the bottom right corner is your player. This little thing. Just tap on this whole thing. Okay. Press play. Turn up your volume on your screen. Beaches. Soils and eventually so you can set the speaker over here, and you can walk around with your iPad over there. You can bring this in the kitchen while you're doing dishes or cooking dinner. I want one of those. These are I brought two to show you. This one's a little baby one, but there's a big one that sounds really good. So where do you get those? Not not that it should be an advertisement.
You can get a Bluetooth speaker at your local digital technology store, at your local big box store. You can order them online. My favorite place to get audio gear is Sweetwater.com. Just search for Bluetooth speaker. There are many options. Give them all a look. I think JBL makes a good product. Some are really big and some are smaller yet have great sound. The ones that are portable and have a battery that can be charged are great so they can be more mobile. Okay, right. that's good enough. I'm going to turn things off. Okay. Do you have any last closing remarks about learning about podcasting? To me, it's daunting. I can uh, find all kinds of excuses not to learn about this stuff because there's a part of me that's kind of old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. That, like you said, I didn't grow up with technology. Uh, I had to learn it. And when I was working, uh, the school district that I worked in as a school nurse was 75 miles across. And I had 17 schools. I had to learn how to communicate with my staff through email and, you know, using, having a group and all that. But that was the thing that I disliked the most because I liked the hands-on, the personal uh, dealing with folks face-to-face. That was my strength. Yeah. And so I think that when I retired, there were other things that kept me occupied than trying to learn about this. But now I'm really glad because mm, it'll be really fun to listen. So I want to thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I, thank you for doing it. It's really, it's really sweet of you to take the time. You know, the thoughts I have around this, I, I think are interesting to hear you say these things. Uh, I think technology is daunting, can be daunting. There's times when I get, you know, like my computer I know is way more powerful than I know how to use. Um, there's things that it can do that I don't totally understand. The thing about podcasting to me is that it, it requires acceptance and a dive into technology to use it. But I think once you get into podcasting as a listener and a person who shares them with their friends and listens to multiple podcasts on different topics, you know, not just one podcast or not just three, but, you know, a, a slew, a quiver of podcasts, there becomes this uh, kind of face-to-face, very personalized relationship with the podcast, with the podcast host, with the guest, with your other friends who listen to podcasts, just on the drive here. My friend sent me a podcast episode to listen to. You know, it's just so fun. It's like, oh, hey, th- this makes me think of you. I think you'll appreciate this. And, you know, we do that. Friends and I do that all the time. I don't get to listen to all of them because it's hard to keep up with, you know, there's only so many hours in a day to give up for a podcast. But the cool thing is once you get rolling with a set of headphones or your Bluetooth speaker, you can you can listen to the podcast um, while you're doing all kinds of things. Dishes, cooking, cleaning, napping, walking, skiing, if you want to. It's nice to listen to the swish swish of the woods. I, I much rather not listen yeah. because I need to hear that snowboarder that's going to yes. take me out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, I'm turning it off. In Ohio Riverside, thank you goes out to Peggy Boyer for joining the River Radius podcast for this episode. Today's advertising sponsor is Big Muddy Adventures out of St. Louis, the only distributor of clipper canoes in the United States. In today's episode notes are links to their accounts. 
February 2nd of 2022 is the launch of our first giveaway this year on Instagram. We have two wooden hand-built Sawyer canoe paddles from Big Muddy Adventures, a silverback Paco pad from Jack's Plastic Welding, and a fleece cuddle buddy for that Paco pad from Fun Lovin' Fleecewear. Go to the River Radius Instagram account for the giveaway launch video to get you the details. You can find each of these giveaway groups on Instagram, and our giveaway launch video will have direct links to each account. And in the episode notes here today are all of the links for the giveaway. We will announce the winner in our next episode later in February. That next episode does publish in February and is an interview with Living Lands and Waters, an industrial strength river cleanup organization based on the Mississippi River and working on the biggest rivers of North America. And in March, we will publish our first cluster of three episodes. That cluster covers the topics of how to run rivers with a focus on food packing, getting kids on the river, and keeping you and your river friends safe. You can contact the River Radius by email, hello at theriverradius.com. You can also be in touch via social media. Have a great few weeks. Thanks so much for joining the River Radius. I think Alice Walker said, a river is, is different every time you step into it. I love that.